Welcome to CME on ReachMD. This episode is part of our Minute CE curriculum. Prior to beginning the activity, please be sure to review the faculty and commercial support disclosure statements, as well as the learning objectives. So we're going to go through the first part of this case fairly quickly. This was a transfer from an outside hospital received. This is a a 56-year-old woman who had a history of recurrent arterial and venous thromboses. About seven years prior to our meeting her, uh, she had had a a provoked very large PE um, in the setting of air travel and was uh, was subsequently discharged uh, with an IVC filter. Apixaban improved fairly significantly. And then two months prior to our meeting her, she uh, had a recurrence in a very similar fashion. She was discharged this time on two liters of oxygen uh, in addition to rivaroxaban, and then uh, was referred to our institution due to persistent, um, fairly significant dyspnea exertion and oxygen requirements. Um, When we met her, her vitals uh, showed tachycardia, a little bit of hypotension, very elevated BNP, a little elevated troponin, things that are all uh, consistent with kind of right-sided, plus or minus left-sided heart failure. Everyone can see here that she has kind of this persistent um, pulmonary embolus on both sides, which has some signs of some chronicity with some eccentric thrombus. She had an echo, which showed uh, biventricular dysfunction uh, with very dramatic appearing RV, as you can see here. And so she underwent a right heart cath, which showed uh, a very elevated PVR in addition to some left-sided heart disease uh, with a wedge of around 20. Uh, During our hospital stay, she was diuresed aggressively. Uh, We got her feeling much better. She was actually discharged uh, on room air uh, with a plan to potentially consider an endarterectomy as an outpatient for this presumably chronic clot. As an outpatient, she was started on Tadalafil. She uh, underwent uh, treatment with goal-directed therapy for her left-sided heart disease, and she had a, a, a very significant improvement with near-normalization uh, of her RV function and improvement in her RV pressures. So we, we talked about her at our CTEF conference, and we got some repeat imaging. Here's her CT, which shows uh, resolution of that large, those large central clots, but persistence of some kind of chronic appearing changes, particularly in the left upper and the right lower. Here's a, a VQ scan, which shows very large areas of uh, mismatched perfusion defects in, in both lungs. I won't belabor that too much. And so she underwent a PA-gram bilaterally. And you can see here that on both sides, somewhat more dramatically on the, the right, but also in the left upper, consistent with the CT, she has uh, very large areas of hypoperfusion. So this patient underwent a level three CPET, which showed fairly normal hemodynamics at rest, but uh, a significant increase in her pulmonary arterial pressure uh, with exercise, in addition to some, some hypoxia. She also met the criteria um, uh, by her slope, as Dr. Chanik mentioned earlier. So she underwent a PTE, uh, and she had an an excellent response. There's her before and after VQ scans. And she's now able to walk more than five miles a day. She's able to go on flat surfaces and inclines, uh, and only experiences very, very mild shortness of breath with kind of more significant exertion. This is a great case that kind of uh, introduces the concept of some of the nuances that we can see with CTEF and CTED. And Dr. Jasuja, one of my mentors, will now kind of review that and go a little bit more into those nuances. Thank you. 
You've been listening to CME on ReachMD. This activity is jointly provided by Global Learning Collaborative, GLC, and Total CME LLC, and is part of our Minute CE curriculum. To receive your free CME credit or to download this activity, go to reachmd.com slash CME. Thank you for listening.